Hello and welcome to the Christmas episode of our podcast. In this, the third episode, the project name is revealed. It's Christmas, but what does that mean? Raz goes back to school and does a presentation on Coke, and we discuss social media. So, put some chestnuts on the fire, enjoy the snow falling all around you, and listen to the third episode of... Five. <laughs> Good start. Okay. Five, Five four, four, three, two, one. one. Hello again. <laughs> Hello, Ron. We made it. Finally. Yeah. It hasn't taken, like, maybe 20 minutes. <laughs> it's one of those days, Ron. Yeah. How have you been? Um, Tired, quite honestly. But yeah, I'm alive. Lack of sleep, or uh, yeah, basically just haven't been sleeping much. Finally got done with my finals, so. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot that Americans have exams pre-Christmas. Yeah, it's kind of cruel. We have all of ours just after Christmas, which I think is more cruel because it means we have to revise over Christmas. <laughs> That's a fair point. I'm yeah in the midst of heavy revision, which is fun. Uh. Doing, doing computational fluid dynamics. I just had to do constitutional law. I'll, I'll stick to the law. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you should know most of that anyway. I mean, you would think, but turns out there's more. <laughs> <laughs> there's sneaky laws that nobody tells you about. Yeah. There's a law. I, I think it's still in effect. They might have removed it because it's absurd. Um, but in the UK, that all taxi drivers have to legally carry a bale of hay with them um, and it hails back to when it was a horse and cart um, so they had to have a bale of hay to feed the horse but they never officially removed the law oh that's just weird <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that might be a myth it's just it's something that I got told a few years back um, well there's a website oh, for I that sh- yeah it's Snopes isn't it yeah. is that the website so, it's been about a month again, just over a month. Feels like three, but okay. <laughs> I think it's been five and a half weeks since we last recorded, which isn't that bad. Still on schedule. Yeah, as long as we <laughs> get this edited by next Tuesday, we're fine. <laughs> um, I should manage to do that. I've got all of Monday free. Perfect. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a week off for Christmas. I say a week, it'll be about three days, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'll get this one edited, the New Year's episode edited. So, classic start, we'll do some feedback. I'm ready. So last <laughs> last episode, a um, couple of things. We released a poll uh, after the episode about the changing our podcast name, mm. which we were just discussing. Um, so, upon recording, we checked the poll, and it came back that the Osiris Project podcast was winning. So that is our our new name, Polite Clap. (laughs) That's our now official name, and it comes with a new Twitter handle, at Osiris Project, all one word, Um, which is a much neater name, in my opinion. It's nice to have something that 
actually resembles the, the podcast <laughs> name. Uh, <laughs> totally um, not throwing shade at a certain person. Uh, we've al- almost getting Fen on, actually. He's getting close to being able to record. I know, which, which is, is a shame because we're ending the podcast after this. Uh, yeah, uh, we're <laughs> finishing at the end of 2018. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we've now got a new podcast name, which is nice. Thank you to, for everyone who participated in the poll. Thank you. Feedback is also always useful. At some point, we will respond to emails on the podcast. I think Fen requested that we do some kind of um, agony aunt style section so people send in uh, things that they want help with and we'll read them out and then discuss them so if people have uh, if people have things that they want us to discuss in that format feel free to send us an email I shall just find the email account uh, yeah so send us an email at theproject.pod21 at gmail.com which we might update at some point um We'll see, but at the moment, send them to at theprojectpod21 at gmail.com or tweet at us at Cyrus Project, um, and we shall get to them in a future episode. Probably not the New Year's episode, it will be after that at some point. Um, second bit of follow-up, which is something I noticed when editing the previous episode. I thought about doing a kind of uh, while editing little insert, but I was having uh, fireworks in my audio which can be vaguely heard. I tried to cut them out as much as possible, but there's only so much you can do. Um, But yeah, as I was uh, just saying to you, Raz, uh, it was fireworks night when we recorded that. So it's the 5th of November in the UK. Mm -hmm. I assume you have no idea what fireworks night is. Well, now that you say 5th of November, I think I have a clue, but fill me in just in case. Remember remember the 5th 5th of November? Yes. You may have heard of. This is going to test my history. But <laughs> no in pressure. like the 1600s, I think, subtle Googling, um, <laughs> a guy, okay. amusingly called Guy, uh, Guy Fawkes, tried to blow up the Houses of Parliament, so where the government meets in the UK. Um, yeah, it must have been the 1600s. Yeah, 1605, look at me. Ooh. Know my stuff. <laughs> um so he tried to blow up the Houses of Parliament, I believe over religious views. This is very strained memories of when I studied this about, I don't know, 15 years ago. <laughs> um, so he tried to blow up the Houses of Parliament, he was caught, and for some reason we now celebrate that by having a bonfire and fireworks. <laughs> um, I mean, it makes sense. So yeah, of course. <laughs> um, so it's either called Bonfire Night or Fireworks Night, um, hence why we have the <laughs> bonfires and fireworks. Um, and quite the kind of tradition is to have what's called a guy, which is basically a large doll, so a life-size doll of guy forks made out of straw and clothing and things that you then throw on the bonfire. Oh, so it's all slightly creepy. <laughs> so it's Burning Man, basically. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's the reason for the fireworks in the the background of the audio was um, it was the Friday before fireworks night um, th- when we recorded. Well, and consequently, there's not much I could have done. I could have shouted out my window and asked people to have a kind of temporary break, but that wouldn't have gone down well. 
If it gives you any consolation, Ryan, I didn't hear him. <laughs> well, that's good. That's all that matters. And you have 4th of July. It's kind of the big fireworks night event in America. Yep. American independence. America. Is that what it is? <laughs> is that when you became independent, I assume, from well, um, the British Empire? It's it's when we declared our independence. <laughs> oh, okay. And then... There was the whole Revolutionary War. Yeah, yeah. I, d- I literally know nothing about American history. Oh, well, Ron, we're going to have to have an episode about that. Because <laughs> <laughs> this was all like 30 years ago. I mean, America is such a young country. <laughs> yes, it really does put it in perspective. You have countries that are hundreds and hundreds of years old. Maybe even a couple that... Thousands. Uh, yeah, some are nearing the thousands. Well, and, over the thousands. And we've only Let's been... not get into the age of the universe. <laughs> <laughs> and then we we'll do that on another point. We have this one country that's 245 years old yeah, and yeah. is in basically Still in charge. In its teenage years. <laughs> yeah, and it's in charge of the whole planet. <laughs> yeah. So, what kind of thing do you do on 4th of July? Oh, you know, typical American stuff barbecues. Shoot stuff, <laughs> lose <Really>? limbs. <laughs> what? Well, what did you do this year? Uh, what did I do? Pretty much that. You drank that much, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> barbecue. Do you actually shoot guns? Uh, really? Yeah. Less of the shooting guns, more of the barbecue. But yeah, that was yeah. the gist. You of don't it. just go around six shooter in both hands, <laughs> just firing wildly into the air. You joke, but that happens. <laughs> And it's very oh, really? scary wow. at some points, yeah. Depends where you are in the States. That's what I always think, is you see people shooting straight up in films and things, but you never see where the bullet lands, <laughs> and it has to come back down. I mean, it does. And it cannot be safe. But it's not as dangerous as people make it out to be. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. I wouldn't want to be hit on the head by a piece of metal. I mean, it's definitely going to hurt. <laughs> I'm not saying that. <laughs> it's just, it's not going to kill you. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Do you enjoy Fourth of July? Uh, I enjoy the. I mean, you must have classic good American food, like a proper, like cookout. <laughs> well, here's the barbecue thing. and things. Since I have Mexican heritage, we we do have burgers, but it's more like um, it's Mexican food, you know, tacos. Uh, do you? Yeah. Do you really? Yeah. Well, that's great. So, I mean, Mexican food is amazing. Oh, it's great. It's spicy, so if you like that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I used to be way more into spicy food than I am now. Mm. I don't know. I, a couple of years ago, I suddenly realized that I don't like putting myself in unnecessary <laughs> pain. So <laughs> why bother, really? It's the adrenaline, Ron. It gets you going. <laughs> that probably is that, to be fair. Yeah. yeah, I think a study was done, and I think that's pretty much why we like uh, spicy food, because it gets our adrenaline going. Really? I think so. Something like that. <laughs> so you can either jump off a bridge with a parachute, or you can just eat a burrito. Uh, yeah, exactly. And the burrito doesn't have a chance of failing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. I wonder if you could mix the two activities. I mean, I'm sure somebody has. <laughs> Sounds like a great weekend. <laughs> Sounds like a bad time coming down. <laughs> yeah, I think that's all the follow up we had. But it does bring us quite neatly onto what I thought our first section could be. 
Now, Raz. Yes? It's a bit early for us, but happy Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas, whatever you want to say. Merry happy Christmas, Happy holidays, Ryan. you know. So yeah, this is our Christmas episode. Jingle bells. Oh wait, that's copyrighted, never mind. <laughs> so, I was thinking, I'm completely unaware of what other people's Christmases are like. Because growing up, we do kind of the same thing every year, um, which I'll go to in a bit. But I assume other houses don't do the same thing as I do. <laughs> It'd be a bit creepy if they did. So yeah, what does your Christmas day look like? Well, much like 4th of July, guns, eating. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, it's actually a rather calm day. It's it's much, It's much. pretty similar to Thanksgiving, actually. Mom cooks. If I can, I help out. Uh, she makes this drink called um, champurado, which is essentially like really thick hot chocolate. It's really nice and warm. And that sounds good. I, I don't know how to explain it. You're going to have to look it up, but it's good. <laughs> yeah, you'll have to send me the spelling for that, and we'll put a link to it in the show notes. Alrighty, I can do that. Um, she orders tamales, because tamales are just a pain in the butt to make. <laughs> I no idea what that is. You don't know what tamales are? No. Oh my god, Rod, you are missing out. <laughs> it's essentially... Wait, how do you spell it? Uh, T-A-M-L-E-S. Yeah, Never seen that word before. <laughs> okay, I'm going to look it up. Let's see if I can describe what it is. I could just read the Wikipedia article. <laughs> just do that. Too much simpler. A traditional Mesoamerican, so presumably Mexican-American, yeah. dish made of masa or dough, which is steamed in a corn husk or banana leaf. Yeah, I'm none the wiser. <laughs> it's essentially that, but what what is traditionally done as well is you can either put, like, cheese with some jalapeno uh slices in there or you can put meat you can put a lot of stuff okay. in there <laughs> so it's just kind of good food it's good soulful food it's just a pain in the yeah. butt to make so growing up did you were you someone to wake up early and open all of your presents uh no we actually did it i think on the 24th we would stay up until mid well i guess that's early we would stay up until midnight and then <laughs> <laughs> and then open everything Okay, yeah, because I think in some parts of the world, it's actually the tradition to open the presents on the 24th. Um, like the morning? kind of have the... I I think so, yeah. Hmm. yeah. For me, growing up, we... Christmas Eve was always um, the day that we would put the presents under the tree. So they would all live in my parents' room um, upstairs uh, until the 24th, and then that evening we would take like do this kind of conveyor belt line where <laughs> we'd stand each of us at different points down um, from the top floor all the way down uh, to the conservatory where we had the tree set up and everything. And we'd pass all the presents down then put them under the tree uh, and then put our stockings out and then go to bed. And that would be it. And it's like when you're really young, it, you'd struggle to go off to sleep so you'd stay awake for hours and then wake up absurdly early and annoy your parents by <laughs> complaining at them until they like let you open at least some of the presents you had a good run we had like we would put the tr- the prisons out the prisons the presents out as they <laughs> we came would put the president out <laughs> under the tree <laughs> yeah he came to every house and he'd stay for an hour and you could put him under the tree <laughs> uh no we uh we would 
put the presents out as they came so family would come by and drop off presents and we would have them out yeah. throughout the month so every single day the presents were torturing you, you as them, you woke uh, up yeah oh that'd be such a page yeah well, it's a temptation <laughs> there ron uh, yeah so did you i assume you did have a tree was it an artificial tree or a real tree no we always had a actual real trees yeah, I'm impressed. Um, we only only started having a real tree a few years ago. I think it was spurred on. We went to uh, the Alps in France for a Christmas to kind of celebrate Christmas and my mum's birthday, which is early January. Um, and they had a huge kind of like probably ten or twelve foot real tree. Oh jeez! Uh, and my parents just very much liked it. So after that, we've then um, started having a real tree every year. We, it's nice. It's nice, but then there's the cleaning up and vacuuming yes, after yeah. it. So we we're starting to resort to a fake tree because nobody got time for that. <laughs> uh, uh, we have um, so as it kind of dries out in our conservatory where we set up Christmas as an event, we have an open fire. Mm. So as the tree dries out, my mum will tend to cut off parts of the tree and chuck them on the fire, and they pop because of the moisture in the leaves. So do like a little kind of crackly firework display in the fire. And we do that for a while and then save the rest of the tree for the following year. So we still got the last year's tree cut up into sections that we'll put on the fire this year. That's ingenious. <laughs> Saves all the pins and <laughs> pins and needles from like being scattered everywhere. I might have to adopt that idea, Ron. Yeah. You're in California, aren't you? Yep. The place that's perpetually burning <laughs> yeah it is at the moment yeah. so do you get uh, much cold weather over the winter break i mean i would say yes but then we would get people from like chicago yelling at me because <laughs> that's not real cold weather <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's always somewhere colder that's what always happens um, we get down to like at night maybe 33 fahrenheit which yeah i don't know what that Just is for you guys happens. I don't know off the top of my head, but I know it's cold. It's around zero, I would assume. Like 80, 80 is a kind of very hot summer day, isn't it? Uh, 80 is just perfect weather for us. Yeah. In summer, it can here it can reach up to 115, so that's maybe oh, wow. yeah. somewhere in the 30s or 40s uh, Celsius, I think. Yeah, 33 is 0.5 degrees Celsius. Oh, well, there you go. Um, so yeah, it's freezing temperature. So do you get snow? Not regularly. We but you have had it? We had it once and that was like 20 years ago. Have you ever seen snow in memory or I've gone up to the mountains where there was leftover snow, but it wasn't really like the snow you would put into a snowball. It was more just a hunk of ice that was starting to melt. Yeah. Yeah. But I I don't know whether we're meant to be getting snow this year we tend to get it kind of end of january february time uh-huh uh, rather than the kind of classic white christmas that everyone wants um i was told by uh, one of my friends raven um that to have an, uh, an official white christmas you, i think it's a single snowflake needs to be seen somewhere <laughs> which is crazy yeah. then it's a white christmas in the uk good luck with that um, but i quite like snow in a theoretical sense. <laughs> I like the idea of it. And a white Christmas is always kind of nice. It's kind of uh, cosy to be sitting inside when it's a snowstorm. Very cold. Um, and then you get like a day or two where it looks nice and the snow is untouched and completely white. 
but following that, you end up with just this muddy brown slush, which is just awful. That is very true. <laughs> and it it goes between that and like black ice oh. for the next three or four weeks. <laughs> it's just the worst. So, yeah, I'd rather have like a cool evening rather than a snowstorm because snowstorm leads to horrible things. But Ron, think of the children having fun in the snow. Isn't it worth it? <laughs> No. <laughs> okay, so you you tend to open the presents. Well, I assume you don't still stay up till midnight on New Year's uh, on um, Christmas Eve. Yeah, we do. I know. <laughs> do you? Yeah. So you get all of them done and then go to bed, or just stay up? Uh, we we talk for a while. We open them and joke around, but maybe like an hour, hour and a half at the most, and then everybody goes to yeah. bed. So like one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning, you're heading to bed. Yeah, because um, we're all old and then now. You'll... <laughs> yeah. What will you do on Christmas Day itself? I mean, it depends who came prior on the twenty fourth. If some people weren't able to make it, they come that day, and that's more just of a get together and eat kind of day. Yeah. Other than that, it's pretty much a normal day after that. Clean up, maybe yeah, have some yeah. leftovers. <laughs> the leftovers are always great. Yep. They last for days. Yeah, so we do... We we make quite a big thing about it. So breakfast, certainly growing up, was... Um, uh, we'd have more of a treat. So it'd be... Well, growing up, it used to be like porridge with a whole load of sugar and jam and things like that. Because um, that was just nice. It's like, it's cold weather, so having something warm for breakfast is always good. I don't know what the plan is for this year. I might make myself a fried breakfast or something like that. A fried breakfast? What's that? Yeah, like a, a full English, if you heard of. I have, I have a bacon, vague idea. Bacon, fried toast, fried eggs, baked beans, fried tomatoes, mushrooms, uh, black pudding, sausages, all the good stuff. Oh, so a breakfast. <laughs> it's like breakfast <laughs> <Yeah>. here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, we call it a full English because that's where it came from. <laughs> Makes sense. Um, and it's more of a treat. So I do it occasionally at uni if I've got uh, no lectures in the morning and I've had like a couple of weeks of like a hard slog. I'll treat myself to a more uh, fatty breakfast. <laughs> I was going to say hearty, but sure, he's fatty. <laughs> um, and then growing up, uh, so this was a few years back, uh, we would then open all of our stocking presents. Um, which we just were like, oh, these are other pre- presents from our parents, but they're small things, so it was more kind of jokey presents. Um, so like... Uh, Whiskey stones. <laughs> <laughs> things like, um, do you have gobstoppers? So like the huge sweets, oh. which just last for months, those kind of things. Yeah. Um, so it's just slightly more interesting, but very cheap presents. <laughs> okay. Uh and that would last for like an hour or two and we'd always go up to our parents bedroom for that and just enjoy being there as a family opening these ridiculous little presents and then we'd uh, head back downstairs to our own rooms and tend to just chill for a couple of hours and then at about I don't know 11 o'clock half 11 we would have uh, hot chocolate or coffee or whatever you want and a mince pie pie. what's a mince pie? Do you not know what mince pies are? You didn't know what tamales are. Don't give me that. <laughs> mince pies are the ultimate dessert. They're just, oh, they're just amazing. It's, okay, so originally was 
like a proper pie with mince meat in it. Okay. So like ground meat. Um, it's changed to being like a pastry case with sweetened uh, like fruit in. So it's like it's like a little. It is a little pie with just fruit and sugar, and it just they're really tasty. <laughs> And they're small enough. It's like two or three bites. So you can just eat loads of them. And they're really moorish. So you just keep eating more and more <laughs> mince pies. <laughs> so so what I'm hearing is it's a really sad donut. It's not a donut. <laughs> it's uh, it's like shortbread um, pastry. Short crust pastry rather than like batter pastry. Oh, okay. It's like a proper pie. Like a meat pie. Okay. But with fruit inside. <laughs> I, I get what you're... Same. Yeah, like pecan pie. You know, at Thanksgiving you'd have a pecan pie or a pumpkin pie, or whatever you have. Yeah, we have pumpkin. <laughs> okay, you have pumpkin pie. <laughs> it's that kind of pastry. Okay, sounds good. I should. Tr- I'll try it one day. If I they are it. delicious, and you can get iced mince pies that have icing on top. It's just glorious, the best. And you heat them up, um, and they just go all like melty and buttery. It's just delicious. At that point, so, that's yeah, we just the just... cupcake, Ron. <laughs> It's quite close, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, we we eat those mid morning, and then uh, Mum would then start cooking Christmas dinner, which is a glorious feast of many courses. <laughs> I say many; it's about three courses. Um, so it starts off. We'd have prawn cocktail. Do you know what a prawn cocktail is? I know what a prawn is. Okay, that's good. That's better than some people I know. <laughs> um, so it's like a uh, prawn cocktail, Thousand Island dressing, which is sort of like a slightly tomato-y mayonnaise. Mm-hmm. I'm aware of Thousand Island. You're doing well, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then you'd have lettuce and like lemon with it and things like that. Um, it varies what you can do with that. So you can have salsa with it. So yeah, that would be the first course. And we'd eat that and then we'd... Uh, normally have a bit of a break and just chat um, and then we'd start the main course which is this, it's basically Thanksgiving um, food so it's like roast potatoes, we'd have turkey or goose uh, cranberry sauce uh, Brussels sprouts do you have Brussels sprouts at Thanksgiving? I believe some people do, it's not part of my yeah. usual Thanksgiving No, <laughs> it's not not one of my desired parts of Christmas really, I'm not a big fan Um and then you'd have like carrots and gravy and all sorts of nonsense. Um, but it's like the full, you go the full mile with all the food you can have in the main course. Oh, you're making me hungry, Ron. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> it's not going to get any better. Um, and then we do Christmas crackers. Do you know what Christmas crackers are? No, those are new to me. Okay, I'm going to have to send you a link for this. Um because they're quite hard to explain. It's like a little roll of cardboard with two little handles, and you do them with the person next to you, and you both pull, and it uh, opens up, and it's got a tiny little kind of firecrackery thing inside that just pops, like, a ma- like makes a bang as you open it. Sounds dangerous. Um, and it sounds fun. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. It sounds dangerous, but it sounds fun. Let's see. And then uh, oh. they're filled with... Do you know what they are? Yeah, it looks familiar. I'm vaguely aware of these. Okay, yeah. So they're filled with little uh, toys, and they'll have a, a piece of paper with normally a fact or a joke on. You get some classic, terrible Christmas jokes. <laughs> and a, a Christmas, like a paper hat crown thing um, that you have to wear. It looks awful, but you have to wear it. I mean, do you have to? 
Yes, it's part of Christmas lore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, you do those with the people around you, and then you enjoy like messing around with the little toy inside. Um, and you're completely stuffed at this point, so you need to let the first two courses digest before you can move on to the first lot of puddings. And this is where it gets really, like, great food, but very, very heavy food. Uh, so it's like lots of cream, lots of sugar, lots of butter. Um, all the good things. So we have sticky toffee pudding, which is like a steamed pudding um, coated in toffee sauce which is the best, and I always add additional cream to mine, which makes it even heavier, but even more delicious. Um, like, do you know banoffee pie? Have you heard of banoffee pie? No. Banoffee comes from banana and toffee. Uh, so it's like a layer of biscuit, and then a layer of uh, solid toffee, and then a layer of cream, and then bananas on top. Oh, and it's it's so good. <laughs> Sounds so good, right? When I was younger, I used to be able to eat like a quarter of this, but now I can like manage this tiny little sliver. <laughs> it's, it's so rich, but just yeah, can, very tasty. Can I come over for <laughs> Christmas? <laughs> How about next year? We'll do a live episode at the Christmas dinner table. Oh, don't tempt me, Ron. <laughs> I will start saving now. <laughs> Yeah, and that's all, normally you'd have like a fruit salad or a trifle as well, and then um, the whole meal itself would probably take three and a half to four hours to eat the whole thing. And by the time you've done that, you're so full, um, and it's like mid to late afternoon, like very dark at this point because it goes dark at about four this time of year. Um, so you'd kind of slump into the conservatory. And that's when you'd start opening the presents. So at this point, we haven't really done kind of anything Christmassy. We just had a really good meal all day. Um, and yeah, so we'd start working our way around. We'd each take a present at a time. We'd like open one up and like see what it is and say thanks to who it's from, things. And we'd only ever have direct family. So it'd be my parents and my three siblings for Christmas Day be slightly different this year because my brother's married now so he's being with his wife's family for christmas oh, yeah. and then coming to us for new year's that kind of thing go around the family and each open a present at a time and that will take another two to three hours uh at which point you are starting to get hungry again you never <laughs> thought you'd ever be hungry again the amount you've eaten uh, but somehow there's space for more so you have the classic christmas sandwich at the end of the day which is just the leftover turkey and stuffing and bacon and sausages all stuffed into a sandwich. And you just eat that. And then you're <laughs> unbelievably full yet again. <laughs> you're making my chest hurt, Ron. <laughs> yeah, the acid reflux is awful. You have heartburn for days. Um, but yeah, so you, you eat that and then you just watch some junk TV. So you, I'm sure you've heard of Doctor Who. Mm -hmm. uh, so Doctor Who was a classic to watch. You'd watch the Christmas Day special. Um, we normally nowadays tend to just watch a film so one of us will get a DVD for Christmas and we'll put that on and watch that and then you'll fall into a food coma <laughs> <laughs> and you'll wake up again three or four days later <laughs> <laughs> what year is it? yeah <laughs> um, but yeah Christmas is such a good day it's, it's just like family and food that's what I think of as Christmas yeah, same here. It's just hanging out, and the you, gifts are just a side note. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I'm not a big fan of receiving gifts. I'm quite awkward in opening them. Because <laughs> it's a very southern British thing that we're we just are, are awful at showing excitement. I've it's, heard this. Everything yes. we say sounds sarcastic. It's like, oh, wow, thanks for that. That's awesome. And it's like, I actually mean it. <laughs> Please don't be mad. Yeah, it's like, it's a great present. It's just my accent and me. <laughs> Nothing I can do about it. It's not you, it's me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> when has that ever worked? The awkward Christmas breakup. <laughs> um... So I don't enjoy receiving gifts. I quite like giving gifts, but I'm awful at remembering to get them. Um, so even though we're only about four days out, I haven't got all of my presents yet. We don't um, even have a tree, so... Ron. Do you not? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, growing up, we were always the family that we'd decorate the house on Christmas Eve and then take everything down about a month later. So we'd have it um, basically from Christmas onwards it's decorated. But so many families now decorate in kind of like end of October <laughs> and I have it up for two months uh, here it's about the same but it starts like late November and then it stays till February <laughs> yeah because you kind of have Thanksgiving and then the decorations go up mm -hmm. which is I can understand that that's quite a good um, like bookend it's like that's part of the year done we'll now move on to the Christmas part of the year yep but the UK doesn't celebrate Thanksgiving. Well, the people who do doesn't really make sense because we're giving thanks that the Americans all left. <laughs> okay, that kind of hurts, Ron. Yeah, well, I don't celebrate it. <laughs> sure um, you don't. I just enjoy Black Friday. <laughs> I bet you put up a shrine and everything. Uh, yep, my little flag of America that I <laughs> sail, set sail towards <laughs> America and <in> it. <laughs> Oh dear. Um, so yeah, I've never celebrated Thanksgiving. I know people who do, but I always think it's a bit odd. Uh, what kind of decorations do you have in your house? So you have a tree. We have a tree. Uh, it's very simple, traditional stuff because it's a small house. Lights, some... We have like... My mom likes animals a lot, so we have little... Uh, what, would be, what would they be called? goats i guess but they're like christmas goats so they have like <laughs> scarves and bells yeah and we put them around the house um we have tinsel we put around the tree and then stockings we keep it pretty simple family's pretty simple so it's not much yeah. that we put we out. don't go wild with ours we have a, a well-decorated tree and then a couple of lights and things around the house in the rooms that people congregate in. We have a little so, wreath yeah. we put outside the door, too. Yeah, yeah. That's quite nice. Yeah. One thing I always find odd is the fact that in Australia, it's their summer when it's Christmas. So they definitely don't have snow or yeah. anything like that on Christmas Day. So they have Christmas cards where um, Father Christmas is in, like, a swimming costume. Oh my god. <laughs> on the beach and things like that. And he's still wearing the hat and he's still got the beard and everything. But like on a beach, which I just find is really odd. <laughs> yeah, that would <laughs> that would throw me off so bad. Yeah. And a lot of them still put up trees and everything. Even though the trees hail from Europe. Yeah. That's where they originate from. Oh, that would confuse me. That would take a while to get used to. <laughs> yeah, it's really odd. <laughs> Yeah, I can't quite get my head around that. Darn Australians. Yeah, I know quite a few Australians now, so I might mock them a bit about it. I know. Any of them who are listening, it's ridiculous. <laughs> get it together, but man. Also, 
Also, happy Christmas, Australia. <laughs> I know um, exactly two, in, and I don't really know. <laughs> Just, I'm aware of them. I know enough that I'm vaguely considering going and visiting them now. But Australia is such a huge place that it would take me probably three or four weeks to get round the whole of it and see them all. Oh, um, wow. So I'll, I'll need to get some money first and not be doing a degree. <laughs> <laughs> yes. A few years off, yeah. But that'd be fun. Nice little side project. What kind of family do you have coming to Christmas? Do you get extended family? Because Mexicans, as a <laughs> stereotype, are quite kind of big on the family, aren't they? I was about to ask, where are you going with this run? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, British stereotypes is very anti-family. It's like everyone hates Christmas because you have to see the family, and it's awful. <laughs> I mean, it depends on the family situation, but it in my household, it's it's the same as yours it's immediate family uh brothers sisters that's about it really because <laughs> yeah, we see cousins fair. at when we go over to other people's houses none of my extended family live particularly close it's like i think the closest set is about two and a half to three hours away oh wow um, so it tends to be a a bigger event when we're all meeting up together and certainly, there's. I think there's only been one time in my life where I've seen all of my cousins on the same day. Um, I don't think I have, because I have, like, at least 80 cousins. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot more than me. I probably have <laughs> somewhere between 20 and 30, which is fairly large, considering it's only one side of my family. Yeah, no, that's I just one cousins. side of my family, Ron. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That's just... Yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't want all of those in a house at one time. <laughs> no, we couldn't fit them. <laughs> people... Christmas is fun, though. Uh, with the right people. <laughs> uh, yes, true. Yeah. But I enjoy it. It's fun. Yeah. We had, um, this past Sunday, I went to, I was tweeting about it a bit, I went to the largest carol service in the UK. I did see something about that. Um, so it's oh, they have three services in a day, um, and each service has ten thousand people, and it's held in a in a Wembley Arena, which is this kind of large music venue. So it's like a classic stadium tour kind of arena, or arena tour, I suppose. And it's just it was so good. It was like they'd taken classic carols and just amped them up, and did this kind of whole following the three wise men story and things it was just really good i had one of my mates was playing he was um part of the percussion group uh, and he played on drum lines who so went up on stage doing the like dressing in military outfit drum line style thing Ooh. Uh, it, was, it was just really good it was just a great day um so I, yeah i went with the whole group of my friends i didn't get back to my room or my house even until about two in the morning i think or one in the morning oh it was a wild um, night wasn't it it was a late one certainly yeah yeah it was good fun though yeah that was the hillsong carol concert in london now let me see if much. i heard you correctly did you say ten thousand people yeah yeah ten thousand in each service so thirty thousand in the day wow it's a lot of people I'm not it was, one to be prone to anxiety in a public place, but I think that would do it. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't mind that kind of thing. I like concerts a lot. I just enjoy the atmosphere. I'm hoping that, well, it's fairly likely that next year I'll end up being in the show in some form. 
Ooh. playing. So that'll be fun. I better get a recording, Ron. <laughs> yeah. I'll send you a photo. Okay, that'll do. Would you like to do the first of two Christmas quizzes that I <laughs> found on, <laughs> online very quickly? Of course, Ron. I, I'm always happy to do anything. Um, so, the first quiz is called <laughs> Eat Christmas Dinner to See What Country You Actually Belong In. Oh, so, no. I assume this is going to be uh, you pick some foods and then uh, it will tell you what country the foods are traditional in. Uh, I would assume so. so. Let's see what you come up with. So, pick an appetizer, Raz, out of uh, stuffed peppers, lobster toast, mini meatballs, Oysters, deviled eggs, or chicken wings? Gotta go with the deviled eggs. Always the deviled eggs. I've never had deviled eggs. It, What's it, in them? Uh, like, I don't know. It's one of like those things that it eggs. depends from person to person, but it's usually how we make them. It's a hard-boiled egg, mm. but you take out the, the yolk, and you would... Okay. Um, Fill that, you know how it leaves a little like yeah, crevice. Yeah, yeah. You would fill that in with uh, what my sister does is. Are you aware of what chorizo is? No. Oh my god, Ron, <laughs> you're killing me. <laughs> it's kind of like, kind of like a spicy pork sausage kind of thing, but mixed with ground meat. Okay. So you would put that. You would mix it with. I think it's mustard, and oh, I can't remember what else. But you would put that in so the it's middle. It's kind of slightly hot, spicy, eggy thing. Yeah. And then you would eat it as an appetizer. Oh, it's the best, Ron. I'll have to send it you the recipe sound really sometime. Good. Yeah, you will. I might make those next week. Okay. Pick one more appetizer out of uh, scallops au gratin, cheesy garlic bread, mini egg rolls, crab stuffed mushrooms, potato croquettes, or baked brie. I'll be honest with you. I don't know what half of those things are, <laughs> So scallops, do you know what scallops are? Um, that's fish, isn't it? Yes, yeah. Um, you know what garlic bread is? Yes. Uh, mini egg rolls is like a spring roll, um, so like Chinese um, takeaway foods. Mm -hmm. uh, crab stuffed mushrooms, you know what Obviously, crab yeah. and mushrooms are. Potato? <laughs> uh, potato croquettes are like um, hash browns. Oh, uh, a similar kind of thing. So it's like mashed potato fried. Um, um, and then brie. You know, baked brie? Cheese? I know cheese. cheese. It's it's a type of cheese. Okay. Uh, it's a good cheese. It's very soft. I'm going to go with the potato... Uh, croquettes. Croquettes. There you go. Awesome. Okay, pick something to drink. Eggnog, mulled wine... Spiced hot cocoa, sparkling wine, espresso, or whiskey? I'm going to have to go with espresso because the that's the closest thing to coffee there is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Pick a main dish. A pot roast, roast turkey, ham, shrimp scampi, Chinese takeout, or roasted duck? I'm going to go with the Chinese takeout. <laughs> <laughs> that's so not classic Christmas at all. Oh, it's awful. <laughs> Oh, out of those, I would... I'd probably just go turkey. I mean, shrimp scampi is sort of like what we have as a starter. Mm-hmm. Um, with my house at university, we had a ham and chicken this year, which was fun. 
Um, they work very well together. Okay, so pick a side dish. There's Brussels sprouts, buttermilk biscuits, which I think is what we would call scones. Maybe? Going off the picture. They look like scones. But they could be dumplings. I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking um, more of like the KFC kind of stuff. Yeah, we don't have that in the UK. Oh my we have god, KFC, but we don't have anything called biscuits in KFC. You're killing me, Ron. <laughs> Garlic roasted potatoes, bacon wrapped asparagus, stuffing, oh, stuffing, or a whole roasted cauliflower. I'm going to have to go with the stuffing. You can't go wrong with <laughs> stuffing. Yep, so good. Bacon wrapped asparagus sounds nice, though. I might try that at some point. I was going to pick that until I heard stuffing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't, you can't have like a roast without stuffing. No. Okay, pick something for dessert. Yule log cake, tiramisu, cheesecake, oh, cheesecake, ginger snap cookies, brownies, or peppermint ice cream. It's going to have to be the cheesecake. Can't go wrong oh, with cheesecake. Good man, good man. What kind of cheesecake would you go for? Just a regular classic cheesecake. I. The... What, uh, what flavor would you count as the classic cheesecake? Oh, God, just like the white one? <laughs> The white one. <laughs> probably. So it's probably just a plain cheesecake. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, my mum growing up made a, a blackberry cheesecake um, that was just delicious. It's the best. And she's now started doing a baked cheesecake, which is also great. Are they not baked? Um, no, so you can get a chilled cheesecake or a baked cheesecake. Two different oh, types. They're very different recipes. Yeah, that's right. Um, just made the connection. Okay. Uh, finally, pick a Christmas morning breakfast. Oh, these all look so good. I'm so hungry. <laughs> um, cinnamon rolls, egg casserole, leftover ham croque madame, uh, eggnog French toast, bacon, egg, and home fries, or cranberry scones. The bacon and the eggs and whatever that yep. third option was. <laughs> You, oh. you, you lost me at the bacon and eggs. What country do you reckon you got? Uh, as long as it's not the UK, I'm happy. <laughs> it's the United States. Oh, yes. <laughs> Validation. <laughs> According to your favorite Christmas foods, you belong in the US. Your holiday feast looks similar to a Thanksgiving meal, full of hearty meat, main dishes, and vegetable and potato side dishes. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, I'm going to stick that in the show notes. People can do that. Okay, Raz. Um, moving on. I think you've prepared something. Oh, I was hoping you'd forget, Ron. Because I must admit, I'm a bit nervous about this. Yeah? Yeah. I'm intrigued. Simply because I haven't had to do a presentation since high school, Ron. I'm out of practice. <laughs> it's fine. Worst comes with the worst. I'll cut it. <laughs> Cut it now. <laughs> Save me the embarrassment. <laughs> um, I did some research about... Uh, there, it's been said a lot that Coke basically created the image of modern Santa. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if you're aware of this. I've heard of it. I'd never known whether it was actually confirmed or not. So I already knew most of this information off the top of my head. And Ooh, very smart. <laughs> mostly because I've heard it for years, so <laughs> you start to memorize it. But let me tell you something, Ron. Doing the research for this was a roller coaster. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. How so? Because I don't want I don't want to spoil it, but 
Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> it was like the inf- the infinity war of research <laughs> for me. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, like I said, the claim is that Coke created modern Santa. But to yeah. to look at that claim, I guess we should actually go and look at some history of Santa himself, where he hails from and everything. So according to history.com... <laughs> nice to get your sources that's good (laughs) of course gotta be a mla format (laughs) (laughs) the legend of santa hails back to a monk called saint nicholas born in modern day turkey around 280 ad who would have thought turkey (laughs) yeah i always thought it was a an english um saint of some sort Maybe not. Well, I mean, take it up with history.com, Ron. I don't know what to tell you. I'll I'll fight them. (laughs) But apparently, he was a very good man, Ron. A very good man. Just completely good. (laughs) One of his better-known stories was that he saved uh, a pair of sisters from being sold by their father into slavery. Sounds like a smashing chap. (laughs) Of course. He he was known for many good deeds. Some of these deeds actually are the reason why he's been around so long. Like he eventually became the the patron saint of children and sailors. I can understand children. <laughs> I don't know why sailors though, so you got me there. <laughs> Just the patron saint of children. Ah, give him sailors as well. <laughs> They're practically children anyways. <laughs> and it was this good reputation that actually allowed him to survive through the Protestant uh, Reformation, which you're going to have to tell me about eventually, because I have no clue what that means. I hear it. I think we'll we'll get Fenn to do that. <laughs> <laughs> we could have a nice debate going eventually. And then basically, so that went on for hundreds of years. And it, it didn't mm. enter the U.S. until, funnily, funnily enough, 1774. Which was around America's independence. Oh, really? <clears throat> yeah. So that's when everything started to get very uncomfortable. People started wanting to rebel. And oddly enough, Santa came around around that time. <laughs> News spread to Dutch families that St. Nicholas had passed away. Anyways, St. Nicholas died and then news started to spread, spread across America. Which wasn't very hard back then. It was only 13 colonies. And essentially, we get the name Santa Claus from the Dutch name. Oh, I'm going to butcher this. I hope we don't have (laughs) it. spell it out. (laughs) I hope we don't have any Dutch people. (laughs) Let me give it a crack and then. Yeah, go for it. So, Center Claus? Class? Class. There you go. Which is essentially. S-I-N-T-E-R space K-L-A-S-S. So it's like Sinterklaas. Yeah. Oh, see, you say it better than I do. So that's when he was introduced. And essentially, his fame really rocketed off when in in the 1800s, people started like carving into wood little stamps of him, giving yeah. out presents, you know, the typical Christmassy thing. And... During that, while that was happened in in eighteen oh nine, he was actually declared the patron saint of New York, Ron. So he's now got children, <laughs> uh, sailors, and New York. Yes, this guy's got it all. He's got everything, Ron. And that's 
the rest of his popularity, as they say, is just history because he just rocketed from there. Yeah. Back to the claim that he he was invented by Coke, as I'm sure you've you've uh, you've deduced. This is blatantly false. Uh, he's been around for ages. What ha- what actually happened is that in the 1930s, Coke commissioned an artist called Haddon Sunbloom to make okay. like festive prints because winter was always a hard time for Coke and many soft drink companies because nobody yeah. nobody wants. A cold icy beverage in <laughs> dead of winter so this artist actually took inspiration from some other older versions of santa claus that i sent you earlier so the first picture is what what co came up with which is the typical what you see of a very shall we say jolly santa yeah <laughs> with the beard the red coat the belt the hat but as you see lower there's similar uh depictions of him going back all the way to 1906 so effectively what coke did is just rip off earlier earlier prints of santa so when was wait when was santa first seen in coke advertising that was in the 1930s very beginning of the 1930s yeah so that's quite a long way after these yeah so that's crazy (laughs) so coke basically somehow took the credit for that and then (laughs) <laughs> they rode that success and now santa's more popular than ever have you ever seen the holidays are coming um coke ads uh i've seen christmas coke ads i don't know if that's what you're referring to there's a very famous set of ads um in the uk let me just find yeah so it's it's the coke advert from the uk is just uh kind of glimpses of these big very well lit coke lorries mm-hmm. trucks driving behind houses and trees and things with a very recognizable tune in the background so it just goes holidays are coming holidays are coming <laughs> and because everyone had it coming like as they were growing up so in their youth they saw this advert and it was like signified the start of christmas every year when that advert comes on then everyone's just really happy because it's a great advert every year because it's very nostalgic <laughs> so it's really, i'm just gonna watch through it i'll be back in a bit Okay. Poor Ron, reliving his childhood. <laughs> you sound like a little kid, Ron. You having fun over there? It's made me really happy. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of signifies the start of Christmas in my mind. So it has been getting earlier and earlier in the year. <laughs> I wonder why. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, we didn't have exactly that, but we always had uh, polar bears for some reason. <laughs> for christmas it would have santa but like it would be polar bears delivering coke to santa for his hard work (laughs) (laughs) so weird um i'll have to find you a link later but (laughs) it's that it it was essentially the same thing because they're very cutely animated polar bears so you always felt warm yeah and it was basically the same thing the the starting of winter and christmas is just around the corner and it made you want to get a Coke. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, drinks adverts always do really well. So I'm teetotal, I don't drink alcohol. Mm-hmm. But the adverts on TV for alcohol drinks always look so good. <laughs> it's like this really cold beer or spirit or whatever it is. On a really hot day with like good music and like a party atmosphere. So everyone's having fun. I'm just like... Oh. 
and then you so nice. and then you actually taste it and it tastes like water <laughs> yeah <laughs> or like paint stripper yeah that's the worst <laughs> i know which one you're talking about <laughs> oh dear. yeah okay carry on i mean that was probably that was pretty much it oh, right okay. <laughs> yeah so that was that's crazy that father christmas as we know him with kind of the red and white big beards and black boots and things has been around since well you found a, a an image from 1906 yeah and it's quite i mean it's quite possible it still goes further than that yeah and i've se- definitely seen um similar kind of histories of father christmas where they go back to the same outfit but in blue or green mhm which i think is the very early stuff yeah and then so what I believed was that Coke had trademarked him in all red to go with the brand of Coke. But it looks like they did just copy an already red and white outfit. Yeah, they just made him fat, essentially. And even then, that's not in an original idea. No, not at all. Oh, wow. I didn't know that at all. Yeah. I, I Like I said, I thought this was true, and I was already going into it. I was like, oh, I'm not going to have to look this up, but I was like... Let's go on Snopes just to have some extra validation yes, that it's true. Yeah. Nope. Whole presentation down the drain. <laughs> we'll have to get Snopes to sponsor this episode. We should. But uh, I, I still wanted to present it because there's a very nice story uh, lesson about knowing what your biases are when doing research here. Yeah. yeah. Because you, you can think you know something and then it turns out it's blatantly wrong and you're just spreading misinformation at that point oh thanks for doing that russ that was interesting you're welcome (laughs) anytime to look like a fool for the greater good i'll do it (laughs) we'll have to get you to do a similar thing for new years or something like that Ooh, that's gonna be a more challenging subject i'm sure i could find something yeah okay well so wrap up that section would you like to do another food related christmas quiz just to make us hungry again (laughs) Sure. <laughs> I mean, I did say Christmas for me is just family and food, and a quiz on my family would be a bit odd. Okay, this quiz is, which of these foods would you rather have? And it will tell you your age somehow. So pick your favorite <laughs> Christmas food and we'll guess your age. Okay. Okay, so of these uh, six, there's a couple of rounds. The first six are sugar cookies, gingerbread cookies, pecan pie, rumbles, Fruit cake or candy canes? Ooh, sugar cookies. Oh, really? I would have gone for pecan pie. I love pecan pie. <laughs> I, it's so good. I've actually never had pecan pie, so I would have to you taste it. You have to try first. it before next episode. You have to find a pecan pie and try it. <laughs> I guess I'm going to Denny's then. Uh, which of these foods would you rather have? Apple cider, eggnog, mulled wine, hot cocoa, sugar cookies again, or cranberries? <laughs> I wonder whether you can get sugar cookies on every one. <laughs> you actually almost can. <laughs> it's on like five of the six. Why? Um, I think Wait, the editor just... just really likes sugar cookies. Oh, yeah, I think they might be sponsored. Okay, I'm going to just put sugar cookies for every one. And, just, <laughs> no. and gingerbread cookies for the one I can't. Sugar cookies. Sugar cookies. <laughs> uh, oh, there we go. 13 to 17. Well, that's a bit off. <laughs> So if I you mean, get all sugar cookies, you get 13 to 17. I mean, that's pretty accurate, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. They would get 
just the sugar. Okay, so uh, going through that again. Apple cider, eggnog, mulled wine, hot cocoa, sugar cookies, or cranberries? Hot cocoa. Uh, oh, interesting. Tamales, is that what you said? It's close enough. <laughs> <laughs> you say it. Tamales. Okay, yep, I can't do that. <laughs> that thing. Ham, figgy pudding, fruitcake, sugar cookies, or eggnog? <laughs> it's going to have to be the tamales. Good choice. <laughs> what do you mean good choice? You don't even know what they are. <laughs> okay, hot cocoa, gingerbread cookies, regular candy canes, non-peppermint candy canes, fruitcake, or eggnog? This is the worst quiz. <laughs> I didn't know there was non-peppermint candy canes. Yeah, me neither. Um, which of these foods would you rather have? Mulled wine, rumbles, sugar cookies, fruitcake, pecan pie, or gingerbread cookies? I think they've only got about eight different ingredients. <laughs> I was them. about to say, are they just rotating the order of these yeah. ingredients? So the new one in this selection is fruitcake. I'll go with pecan pie. <laughs> which of these foods would you rather have? Sugar cookies, eggnog, gingerbread cookies, regular candy cane, non-peppermint candy cane, or fruitcake? Ron, I hate your test choosing skills uh eggnog <laughs> the first one that came up you are 18 to 22 oh that's pretty accurate that's, yeah that's, that's pretty reliable that's scary accurate actually okay i'll quickly go through mine and just see how close it gets <laughs> <laughs> oh no what um uh <laughs> guess what age i got 10 i got 46 oh, to 100 <laughs> <laughs> so it's safe to say that's incorrect yeah that's not my age i'm not in my mid 40s and i'm nowhere near 100 i mean we don't know that i've never seen you oh that's so absurd 46 to 100 to be fair you did pick quite boring choices there <laughs> okay so we'll get you to eat pecan pie for next episode i'll go I'll find be interested some. to know your response Final section of this episode. Social media. We have a joint social media account for Twitter and email. This and is news Anchor to me. And various things. Um, at Osiris Podcast. Follow us. <laughs> Please. <laughs> what uh, social medias do you use? Currently? Or do you want like my whole history? <laughs> no, no, currently. <laughs> because I could go all the way back to MySpace, my friend. <laughs> I never had a MySpace. Oh, you were missing out. It was like... I don't think I was. <laughs> it was like Facebook, but better. <laughs> uh, currently, I use Instagram, Twitter. That's about it. I don't think YouTube counts as a social media. No, I kind of count it. And I mean, I have three separate um, YouTube accounts that I run. I'm going to need the names of those accounts later. No, you're not. No, no. <laughs> um... So yeah, I use predominantly Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. No, yeah, so yeah, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Facebook Messenger. WhatsApp, I suppose I technically use, but very rarely. Mm -hmm. It's just, I've kind of got lots of social medias that I use for one person. Uh, <laughs> so I've got Snapchat. I got that again just to talk to the people I know in Australia. Oh, that's right. Snapchat. Sorry. I am underscore Citron, if you want to. <laughs> Don't follow me. You'll be bored. <laughs> I never I never actually post anything on it. I yeah. just respond to people messaging me. But I... So, I wanted to discuss social media as a thing. Because I very much dislike it. If possible, I would use none of it. But then I think... 
but I also stream Twitch as a social media, mm-hmm. and I get an income from that. I am Citron. Uh, <laughs> um, so I stream Twitter. I use fairly regularly, uh, just to keep up with news and things. Now Reddit counts as a social media, which I use daily. Okay, then yeah. Facebook Messenger. I need to use to keep in contact with people at uni for group projects and things. WhatsApp. I need to use to contact my mum. Uh, Snapchat. I use to keep in touch with people in other countries. So it's just like all of these different things I use for very specific purposes, but they all annoy me because I don't <laughs> like the fact that I'm constantly contactable. And I I originally got rid of my personal Snapchat because. It has the feature on it where you can have your location live all the time, mm-hmm. which I turned off, but all of my friends didn't turn off, so I knew where they were all of the time. So uh. I felt like a stalker. I didn't <laughs> felt like a, feel like I was being stalked, but I knew where they were, which I just found really disconcerting. And the fact that I knew meant that other people knew as well. Yeah. So it's like that data is all being tracked. And I'm not one of these people who particularly cares about my data being tracked but i still don't like people keeping things that are personal to me like my location or my age hence why i keep those kind of things slightly more (laughs) hidden online i'll find out Um, one of these days ron (laughs) i'm not actually that fussed it's just got to the point where it's kind of amusing that people don't know um and a couple of people do know online to be fair um but i really like I don't think social media is a good thing on the whole. I I think it it has the potential to be a good tool, but we we just suck at using it because you get people who like start whole fundraisers for a disaster country on social media and it becomes extremely successful. But then you have people who are arguing over the most nonsense things on social media. Yeah. So it's it, like social media can do anything from the very menial arguments to the massive like life-changing events. Yeah. It, essentially what it is is it's the biggest illustration of the human condition there is. We can do good, but man are we terrible people. I think it's great the fact that we can communicate very quickly using it. But I think people lack the self-control to step away from it. Yeah. So I, out of habit, I never keep my phone on overnight. My phone is always switched off before I go to sleep. Um, Which is great, because it means the battery life on my phone has stayed pretty good for the three or four years I've owned it. Um, But also it means that I'm never woken up in the middle of the night by someone trying to get my attention. But what if your family needs to get a hold of you, Ron? What if something happens? 20 years ago, before (laughs) mobile phones, then they wouldn't have been able to let me know. I mean, yeah, but... It's it's no difference to them. But what if somebody hurt themselves and they're in the hospital and you need to know? 20 years ago before mobile phones. Yes, but that was 20 years ago and you know how much a pain in the butt that was? Well, yeah, but... So my view is I wouldn't ever feel like I'd missed something if I have my phone off. Mm. And that's the reason why I did, in inverted commas, miss it. Um, like I wouldn't feel perpetually annoyed that I'd kept my phone turned off because that is something that I've chosen in my life to stick to. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like I will turn my phone off every night to go to sleep because otherwise 
I'm I can see how I'd be very easily prone to just sitting on my phone for hours. So I'd rather have that concrete end of the day. Like, phone is off, my day is over, I'm now going to sleep. Makes sense. I can respect that. I don't know. I, I view sleep very highly, which is... <laughs> um, so this is the discussion point for next episode. So we'll, we'll come back to this. Uh, but I, I tend to try and be very strict over my sleep. But yeah, we'll come back to it. But so, social media on a whole, I think, does have it, its very good benefits. But it does also lead to a huge amount of insecurity. So I think the generation currently growing up with social media has had this uh, perpetual number like associated with them, with mm-hmm. how many likes they get and how many followers they have and everything, which I didn't grow up with. I didn't get Facebook until I was... I think 13 may have been a few years after that. Didn't particularly use it. Uh, and then more when I got... When I got a decent smartphone was when I started using social media to its fullest extent. And I do definitely... Well, I did definitely have a habit of just check my phone every two or three minutes. Just see if there's any uh, new notifications. And then... Uh, if there wasn't, I'd just go back to scrolling through Facebook or Twitter. Uh, and it got to the point that in my first year of uni, I uninstalled all social media from my phone and had like six months without it. And at the moment, I have Reddit, Facebook Messenger, and Twitter on my phone. Twitter and Reddit is purely if uh, I've got... Like, if I'm sitting in a lecture or something... Um, like waiting for a lecture to start I'll just open up Twitter or Reddit and scroll through that Uh, and Twitter I keep up with my friends in other countries on Reddit I keep up with news and things on so I view that as my news app Uh, and then Facebook Messenger I keep on my phone because that is the way that my family tends to contact me Um, so if it's an emergency they'll call but if it's just kind of something I can get back to it's Facebook Messenger so I quite often get rid of that off my phone for a couple of days at a time and just use it on my computer as well. But apart from that, I have no social media on my phone, I don't think, at the moment. I might have Snapchat on there for the last day or so. Um, I don't think you can count podcast apps as social media. Mm, no, I wouldn't count it, because that's more entertainment. Yeah. Um, but one thing I'm very definite over is I don't have any notifications on my phone. So my phone is always on uh, Do Not Disturb with no vibration. Um, I get on-screen notifications, so if I look at my phone, I can see a notification. But for a lot of apps, that's turned off, so I don't have anything for Reddit or Twitter. That's only for Facebook Messenger and texts and things. For the same reason I said earlier, I I don't like being contacted Mm -hmm. um, unless I'm in a situation that I want to be contacted. So if someone messages me, then I'll respond to it when I'm able to respond to it rather than seeing the message and thinking, I need to respond to that. What will my response be? And thinking about it constantly until I actually respond to it. Maybe some people will take the hint. Yeah. (laughs) I just stop talking to people. Um, So what's your view? Do you tend to respond to messages as soon as you see them? Oh, Ron, my phone would drive you crazy. Oh, no. <laughs> Are we going to have to screenshot our phones? I mean, I could. <laughs> Let me see if I have any notifications. 
Oh, no, you I caught mean, me on the one time I don't. Oh, yeah, I do. Awkwardly, I currently have a messenger conversation with 70 unread messages. <laughs> but that's my family, and they're all discussing Christmassy things. Uh, I, let's just put it this way, Ron. I can't fit all the notifications on one screen. <laughs> no, that's awful. <laughs> I just can't cope with that. Well, here's the thing, Ron. It's not more of I need to see them. It's more of I'm just too lazy to change the notification settings. <laughs> but I do get notifications like maybe every like five minutes because of the discords I'm in. I don't really get anything from social media because I don't really post that much. It's just more like you said to keep up with people. Yeah, I did have Twitter notifications on until last week when I had a Twitter post blow up. I say blow up. It was fairly minor. But it had something like 300 likes in a day. Oh. And I was getting a notification for every single one of those. Okay. So I was like, yep, those notifications can stop. They can go away. <laughs> I could see um, how that would get annoying. Yeah. I don't know about social media. And clearly I, I run a Twitter. I run various YouTubes. I run a Discord. or several Discords. I run a Twitch account. I'm fairly present on several different Twitch accounts. So I'm... I'm basically stuck in a circle of I have to be in social media I couldn't completely retreat from it though I am always quite interested in the idea of taking a break from it uh, I'd, I'd be interested in doing it for a week and then um, like having a review so we could possibly do that for a future episode I was going to say take a week off. <laughs> I was going to say we could start now Ron <laughs> we could do well like this is my issue it's like I want to do it but I kind of physically can't because of university group project things well i mean i i I guess we could leave messenger because you actually need that but yeah like twitter uh reddit those kind of things i guess we could try it out yeah i'd be interested in trying that in the new year um sometime so perhaps if we do our new year's episode and then the episode after that we'll put down some actual deadlines and we'll we'll do like two recordings in a week so we'll start it on one and then finish it on the other that'd be quite an interesting i'm willing to do that i very occasionally will leave the house and just leave my phone in my room so i can go on a walk and literally just be away from everything for a while um which is quite a good thing to do it's happened to me sometimes that like once or twice i've forgotten my phone and for maybe like 30 minutes i'll feel this anxiety of well, what am I missing? And then after that, it's just, eh, whatever. It's hard work, because you're suddenly having to entertain yourself. <laughs> yes. I have noticed the times where I'm stricter over uh, using my phone for a couple of days that it gets easier to not be using it. Uh, and then I get more productive and more creative, mm-hmm. which is nice. I think we'll leave it there for the moment. Sounds good. It's been a, a good episode. It's been our longest recording by about 50%. It doesn't even feel like it, Ron. I could probably do this for another, like, two hours. Yeah, we'll wrap it up there. So, follow us on social media, at Osiris Project on Twitter. Uh, The email address currently is still theproject.pod21 at gmail.com. So, send us feedback on either of those. Feel free to join the Discord. That should be linked in our Twitter. If not, we will get Fend posted at some point. Uh, The RSS feed for the podcast can be found in the show notes along with links to our Twitter and our email. But yeah, happy Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. And we'll uh, hopefully see you all in the new year. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.